Jasu, Light of Wonder, Healer of Souls, Prophet of Sulian, you aghast at the callousness of June, the last remaining Korra soldier, embrace the impulse to slap them. The mark of your god, the sun, emblazoned from birth on your large, luxidin hand, seems to glow in the warmth of the late afternoon light as it arcs through the air toward June's cheek. Time seems to slow. June slips under your strike and in the same motion pulls out a large knife. You feel the smooth, cold metal against your skin. Then the warmth of blood on your neck. Your chest. Jesse, what's going through your mind? I stand there for a second in shock. And I don't even remember to pray before I fall. Mm-hmm. Your glittering chainmail splashes into the mucky, black, viscous water that sits in the courtyard of the tower. Your eyes start to feel heavy, and Titan rushes to you. Joe catches your gaze before dashing out of the courtyard after June. Everything seems distant, and you can't seem to hear anything. You feel yourself slipping out of consciousness. As I start to fade. I feel a sense of panic and a desperation to stay. Mm. And then a kind of self-loathing. Because I didn't do enough. I wasn't enough. And I need to be more. It can't be over now. And with those thoughts, your eyes close and nothingness begins to encompass you. Those last few thoughts of self-loathing and of not being worthy and of not having done everything that you could have begins to spread out from you, outward, outward, outward. And then Suddenly, as if being woken from a deep dream, you feel a jolt deep in your core, and <laughs> welcome back to Rakatima, everybody. Oh my god! Oh my! I'm joined today god. by Joshua. Hi. <sighs> Everyone's so scared now. Everyone's like, wait, what's going on? Holy shit, bro. He came Holy prepared. shit, bro. He's got notes, y'all. He's got notes today. And they're at 150%. So I, can trouble. I had an idea this was happening and I still oh. wasn't prepared. What's that TikTok jingle about understanding the assignment? I never actually watched, but I feel like uh, we, yeah. more fucking understood yep. the assignment. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that got us all in the right... Uh, in the right headspace, in the right headspace, in the, in the in the headspace, in the headspace, in the headspace. <laughs> in the yeah. headspace. Um, Joshua, did did you introduce yourself? I just said hi because that's <laughs> that's all you get today. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, Kylie. Yep. Um, <laughs> Kylie Brinkman here playing Joe. 
<laughs> and we both use she, her pronouns. Oh, Welcome yeah. to the podcast, y'all. Shit got serious. Yep, things are changing today because Deanna's going... Uh... Yeah, hopefully, if you haven't watched the listen to the last episode, pause right now. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. back and listen. You better go back and listen. Uh, Deanna. I'm You're Deanna also... Elizabeth Woodman. She, they. I have no character. My character is dead. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. All right, so uh, we're we're in dead. the crit, deep in the crit. How's everybody been feeling about uh, what happened last week since since it happened? Critty, feeling critty. <laughs> ah, pretty oh, critty. Good. That was good. Nice, nice. First, that's a first. That's a first. <laughs> Yo, Put that I'm in the crit scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's also good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a rough one. It. Uh, I went on a little bender after after that session last week, but <laughs> wait, you were drinking whiskey straight from a bottle. <laughs> I was, I was. Um, but here we are. It's a it's a fresh session, and uh, let's jump in. Last session, it wasn't a long one. After the fight with Captain Kugo and his Mountain Company Reconnaissance and Communications Unit, you regrouped a bit. Titan, on the captain's body, you found a letter from Baron Koro and an old key labeled Forge. Oh, I completely forgot that anything else happened. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we remember the other things that maybe are happening in the world. Yama seemed a bit shaken seeing the key, but couldn't tell you what it meant. And you decided to look around the tower and had a conversation with June, the last remaining soldier who had been scaling the sheer cliff behind the tower. Also my dog. Also the name of the dog of your real life dog my real this life is dog fantasy in the real world colliding yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is when crit happens which by the way i think the timeline of events is that i wrote june into my notes before you had the dog correct but you didn't know june's name so you didn't specifically try to have my dog kill me got it no and you didn't specifically name your dog after your future murderer no I didn't. Yeah, it's just happenstance, which is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, where were we? June expressed loyalty to the Koro family and made it clear that they had known their woodcutting was harming the stream, but didn't express any remorse for the harm that they might be causing to a town, saying that there is violence coming, which will make concern over collateral damage like that futile. Jasu, you were aghast at this. I was. You strode up to slap June. June dodged and with the same motion, slit your throat. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. I mean, I was just going over to slap him because he was being a bitch, but whatever. Once again, <laughs> misgendering them. Wait, I said That's them, right. did I not? Oh, did I, I thought, oh, I heard him. Oh, if, you know what? Honestly, uh, I deserve to die if I misgender him again. <laughs> again? Yeah. But again, we talked about this, that it's like because of the rage. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's coming out. So yeah, June dodged, same motion slit Jasu's throat and then fled from the tower. Joe pursued, hitting them with a firebolt and Titan rushed to help Jasu. Yama stood there speechless. And I missed, right? Like I think I my firebolt. You hit it did two damage. Oh two. Okay. Uh June had not been harmed in the earlier part of the battle. And this is where we are now. Titan. Mm. You see Jasu's eyes flickering. You couldn't patch up the wound in your first attempt. There is so much blood. Are you holding Jasu? I mean, 
as best as I can, I think that I'm over Jasu. After the first attempt failed, I think I've like got their got them by their face, and I'm just trying to get them to just like, just like just stay, just stay here, just stay here. Everything's gonna be all right, baby. Everything's gonna be all right. And I'm trying to like to to press on the on on the on on the wound mm-hmm. and and trying to to stop the ble- the bleeding, but it's not it's not stopping. The bleeding is not stopping. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 right there. I'm right there. Yeah, most of her body is in the the black water. This uh, the shallow portion, just off to the side of these stepping stones that everybody had been standing on. Um, I imagine you're kind of down in the water a little bit too, and her body relaxes in your arms, and you see a look of self-loathing. How does self-loathing appear on your face? I think it's. I mean, I don't know how much you get there's at least a desperation there's like a almost fight to keep Mm. my eyes open Mm -hmm. and a kind of it looks like anger right behind my eyes but i don't know whether or not you clock that as anger at june or myself or the world but it's myself and as she's relaxing as this look is starting to fade from her face and the muscles are are beginning to relax you see the symbol of Suleon on her right hand oh god suddenly glow oh god <laughs> and she is whisked out of your arms and down under the water into the pool holy shit down and away towards the peak jesu uh, i it's your action pen I dive under the water to see if it's something that that done s- s- snatched her up. Okay, great. Uh, you can give me a perception check or athletics if you prefer. It doesn't matter because I rolled a natural motherfucking 20. Hey. Oh, shit. Whatever you want. So what do you want? What do you want it to be? What do you want it to be? <laughs> DM? <laughs> well, how, how do you want to look is, is basically my question. I dive. I'm definitely diving under the water. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm... This is not like uh, planned. I mm-hmm. I feel my my thought is that there's a fucking monster in this thing that we mm-hmm. didn't know about, and so I'm like looking for something to murder. Okay, great. Then you dive deep and quickly. You start swimming down in the direction that you saw her go, and you feel the movement in the water itself. Like there are ripples, a little miniature current uh, around you as her body was creating this wake behind her. And so you follow it and you go in that direction and you're swimming with as much power as you can, desperation to find Jasu, and you run into something hard, stones at the bottom of this pool. And it you, you can't see anything down here. The thick, black, viscous water is obscuring all light, but you feel that this is one large stone what do you do? I yell at the stone. Where did you take her? Let me in. Let me in. I'm banging and I bang on the stone to see if it's like, if there's any, we just walked through a stone earlier today. I'm looking for another way to mm. walk through a stone. Okay, great. You're banging on the stone. I imagine your eyes are open. Yeah. A slight glimmer of light in the shape of a circle surrounding the stone. Okay, does it look like the same light that I saw glow on Desu's hand? Does it? It looks similar. Okay, I, I 
of course, I'm shouting underwater, uh, so, <laughs> aka drowning. That's what people call that. Um, uh, does it look? Does this? Does this rock breach the surface? No. This is you. You're already twenty feet underneath the surface of the water by the time okay. you get to this rock. I uh, th there doesn't look to be any pl any physical place for me to enter into this stone, right? Feeling around, no. It seems like this is uh, just a jagged, broken stone here at the bottom. And not uh, something so I it's huge. It's huge. I can't pick it up. It is. It is extremely large. Yeah, surrounded by this circle I, of I, glowing symbols. I go to the circle. I see, like, if, if there's this 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 glowing light, I go to the light. Right. Um, oh God. <laughs> so as, um, as you approach, you see that it's. Have you heard of the light of the sun? <laughs> they are symbols. They are magical symbols. They look like arcane symbols that form this circle. Yeah. I and like, I. We'll try to remember as many of these as I can and then swim back up to the surface and, and, and scream for Joe. Great. All right. So you breach the surface and call out for Joe. Joe! Joe! It's, 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 it, it, sucked, it sucked her under the water. I don't know what it was. It sucked her under the water. Joe, you need to come here right now. There's some magic stuff happening. I need you to read. I need you to read it, Joe. Joe, come here! Because I guess Joe doesn't really know what the fuck just happened because yeah. Joe wasn't really there. Yeah, so where am I? Uh, yeah, so yeah. Joe, it is it, it's your action in the initiative order, and you have hopped the gate. You were taking off after June, mm -hmm. so this is what you hear coming from back inside the courtyard. Oh, is hearing Titan right now? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I mean, I I sprint back. Um, you know, I look out and I don't see June anymore. I'm sweating in a mess. I turn around and I sprint when I hear Titan and heading towards the courtyard. And Great. the water. Okay, so you head back in. Titan's swimming in the in the middle of this pool. Where is Jasu? What happened? So I, it's bad. It's bad, Joe. It's bad. It's bad. I I I was trying to stabilize her. I was trying to save her. I was trying to save her. But then she just kind of went. She went limp in my arms. And, and and then there was this light. This light started to glow from her palm. And then as soon as it started to glow, it's, she just she was gone. She just got sucked under the water. And I tried to follow her. As Titan is telling me this, I I um. I dive into the water. Oh, shit. Okay, great. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to... Um, so, well, I think I'm curious, like, if I can see Jasu and then this light that he just told me about. Mm -hmm. I take out my... I want to see if my light mm -hmm. from my dad, if I can see things under the water with okay. it. So, like, I take it out and I dive in. Great. Give me an athletics check. Ooh, I have a negative one for athletics. <laughs> <laughs> so are you sure it's athletics? A 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. Okay. So you start diving down. You don't reach the bottom. Looking around using this light from your father, it's still really hard to see mm. anything distinct. So you can't see anything in the distance, but you do swim close enough to one of the because it, it's a very steep sided pool you know, it's not that large but it gets quite deep quite quickly and so as you're swimming back up you're next to the bank mm -hmm. the steep bank and you see something reflecting off of the bank in the earth okay i want to approach it with my light to see what it, or, or touch it's, it with my hands yeah if you I... get up close to it and it's a small shining object 
as you get closer, you realize that it is a small stone. It's a crystal. Yeah, so I this catches my eye. And, you know, I have this fanny pack that I like to keep all kinds of things in. And I've seen interesting stones and jewels in my dad's shop. So I grab it because I'm thinking it's the size that I can grab in my hand is, and bring yeah. it up to and the surface to examine it. As more. you do, and you pull it out, you examine it uh, when you get to the surface, and in the light of the day, you see that it is a crystal that looks extremely similar to the one that your dad made into this solar-powered flashlight. Huh. Question. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we discussed, like, if Edo has, like, he has made the crystal or like, or like, this crystal is not the thing that is, um, like, it could not produce light. Like something would have to be done to yeah, it. Okay, totally. okay. But you don't it's know the where same he got the crystal. Raw material. Okay. Yeah, you know that it's not the one that you have isn't the only one that he he had. Mm -hmm. But you don't know where he got them. You you realize that you just never thought to ask. Sure. Can I do a? I guess I'm wondering like. Is this a magical stone? Does this stone have any magic? Or is it just like a raw, like is it just uh, raw material that my dad did something to? Or like is it actually inherently mm -hmm. magical? Cool. What kind of check do you want to make? Do you have a detect magic spell or? No, of course not. Anything like that? I'm just curious. Okay. Um, uh, investigation. I want it to be investigation. Can I do that? Sure. Or arcana if you have it might be. Okay, the same thing actually. Fuck. <laughs> Seven. Seven? But a high seven. Okay. This is a plus three. A real high seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you that you immediately, you get the impression that you you would need to look harder. You would need to run some real tests on it. Um, okay. You're not going to be able to tell just in a glance. Okay, so all of this happens kind of quickly for Joe as I reach the surface of the water. Notice that the light in my hand resembles this crystal that I pulled um, yeah. out of the bank. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to... I guess I'm I'm gonna stash it for later. I'm gonna put it in my Mary Poppins fanny pack. Awesome. Now. We are back up at the top of the round. I'm gonna tell you that June is certainly not interested in interacting with you all anymore. So you don't hear anything from June. Sounds about right. Good riddance. Bye, June. But with the two of you, we'll be gonna murder you later. Don't ever talk bad about my <laughs> oh, job. <yeah. laughs> But with the two of you in the water, Yama shakes his head and, and kind of comes to his, oh, oh my gosh, what, what just happened? I told you we shouldn't be fighting. Oh my gosh. Can I help you? What are, what are you doing in the water? Yama, there's a magic stone in here with a magic circle. I need you to read these runes, Yama. We need to get our friend back. The runes. Get in here. Get in this water. Get in this water. Oh, yeah, I'm get in this water right now. Get in this water right now. The runes are still there. Uh, um, uh, Titan swims to Yama and bodily yanks <laughs> them into the water. <laughs> oh, just oh, just yeets them into this water. <laughs> oh, snipes. <laughs> um, What's as soon as they realize that like they know anything about these runes, it's like okay. Go ahead. Oh, Read them. We, 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 are you sure you want to go in from through the water? We could try to find another way. Try to find? Does that mean you know that there is another way, Yama? 
I'm just saying that the tower connects to the mountain. We could go into the mountain and see if there's a, 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 another. What? I'm not, I don't have time for going to see. I see that there is a magic circle right now and my friend just got sucked into said magic circle. If you tell me that you have actual hard fact information about a way we can get down there, then let's go. Otherwise, okay. I, I hold him, okay. hold I don't him, hold really him know. by the back of his neck and like <laughs> okay. his like underwear okay. as I'm about to well, throw this person <laughs> into the water. I don't have any of my ointment with me. You gotta be careful. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think there might be a way. I. I don't know for certain, but I, I always had my suspicions. 50-50? Uh, 75. Wait, 75 in our favor? Yes. I release him. Let's go lead the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he rearranges his, his underwear and tries to get him out of his... Uh... Let me get that for you. Let me get that. <laughs> nope, I've got it. Thanks. Okay. Because, you know, you know, sometimes it's real nice to have somebody else do it for you. I'm just saying. It sounds weird, but it's like, you know... Not everyone to pick their own, but like having somebody do it for you, it's actually like, you know, it's like, oh shit, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, I. That's my partner. I'm gonna take your word for that one. And uh, <laughs> let's. That's my partner. Let's go look around in the tower, shall we? And Yama is going to lead you over towards the staircases that go up the last standing walls here up towards the turret, which you can tell used to form the highest part of this tower, as right up against the mountain. As we're following Yama, Joe tracks really for the first time, like the pool of blood that was left by Jasu, because I like ran after the guy, ran back to Titan, mm -hmm. and um, Joe is a doer, so it's e it feels easy for Joe to like jump into the water and do, but I think she's kind of realizing that like, fuck, I might not be able to tinker my way out of this or I don't have anything in my fanny pack to like cure Jasu. So I think fear is a little, is settling in a bit as I'm taking in the scene. Yeah, yeah. So Yama is walking, leading you over towards these stairs and he's telling you, uh, yes, this, you see, this is where the, the dragon used to lair because mm -hmm. uh, it cleared out all the, all the, the walls and, and the, the, the second floor. The runes. But, yep. Yama, the runes. The runes. Uh, lived here. Lived here, but that was a while ago. Okay, shall we go up the stairs? You're leading the way, Yama. Don't ask questions about where we should go. You telling us where to go. It's a go! These crumbling stairs lead up the exterior walls and then finally up to the highest tower. As you get into this tower, you see that the open windows and the degrading roof have let in the elements, but some objects appear to have remained. In one corner, slumped against the wall, is a suit of armor. Next to it is a large metal chest. And while the chest looks like it's been here for a long time, it has clearly been pried open quite recently. The little urchin in me wants to check out this chest and all these goodies, but like... We here to try to save our friend. Can we see in the chest? Like if it's pried open, is it easy enough as we're walking? I kick it open as we walk by. <laughs> awesome. Uh, inside, you see several compartments. They look, you know, they're divided by pieces of metal. The first thing that sticks out to you is a pile of coin purses. You pick one up, look through it. It looks like it's got 10 gold pieces. All of them have 10 gold pieces. The second thing you see is a stack of crumbling parchment with faded lettering. 
And in another smaller compartment, you see in the dust the distinct imprint of a key, but no key. Aha, uh-huh. the imprint of a key in the dust. Got it. And we have the key right now. Titan, you have the key from the, that letter. Maybe it's not the same key, but that's how we left it, right? I house. hold up the key that I that I and and see if it looks this similar. It looks the same. Yeah, it looks like this key mm-hmm. was living in this chest. I put the key back in my po- in my pocket uh, because. Yes, my dress has pockets, ladies. Hey, um, yeah, that's um, kind of dress. Hot. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself that it's like all this money, all these documents, and all they took was this fucking key. Hmm, suspicious. Suspicious. Don't be. I don't. Suspicious. I don't know if we don't have time to look through all this stuff right now. Yama, Yama, are we close, Yama? Oh, oh yes, yes, we are. Right here, in fact. You see, this used to be the, the chambers of the old Baron Coro when he would come up. To Tempest Top to you know uh, convene with the with the Terran people and to mm-hmm. to look over out over uh-huh. his lands and yeah. yeah yes Joe's a bit spooked. Um, <laughs> uh, Yama, what kind of shenanigans are hmm? you about to get us into? I'm just kind of curious. Oh. Like what is yeah? What's in the mountain, oh, Yama? Because our defenses are low, and I'm just. I want to save Jasu, but I I also want to make sure that, like, we have the energy if we're, like, entering into some Lord of the Rings fucking demon cave or something. Lord of the who? You don't know the Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Demon what? No, they was big back in the Federated Enterprises, the Lord of the Rings. Every year, they would have this challenge. It was the Lord of the Rings. They had all sorts of different, like diamonds, emeralds, sapphires, all sorts of things. Y'all, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a challenge to become the Lord of the Rings. Very dangerous, very deadly. People died every year. Trying to get into the the why are you why are you bringing up why are you bringing up jewelry and circus people right now, Joe? I just want to make sure that if we're gonna go into this cave, I I can't really do much to save Jasu in this moment so i'm just wondering like i cannot promise you what we will find but i can tell you that this used to be my job was to ferry people from the tower into the mountain you see there is a part of terra here right here and he goes over to aaron sorkin walk and talk please he goes over to the the uh the the back wall of this room in the tower which you can see is the the raw stone of the mountain itself. And he puts his hand up, and just like he did when he was letting you into his home in Terra, the stone becomes a door which opens. And through it, you can see a dark, musty, old room. I have not been here in, since before the coming of the dragon, but this used to be my... My entire raison d'être. Wow. My entire... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, whole, your, reason, your reason for being... Yeah, I got yes. you. Was to let the Baron Koros people here into the mountain. You see, there's a viewpoint at the top, which the Terrans have had for thousands of years uh, mm. as, a, as a watch a watchtower. It is known as Tempest Top. Do you think that's going to help us get to Jesu, Yama? Ah, no, well, no, but you see, there was something suspicious that the Baron Koro never told me about, but I thought that perhaps he had something going on underneath the tower, so I... Great. I think if we oh, look we, in that we'll, direction, yeah, perhaps let's, let's, we can... Okay. Okay, yep, no, 
you go go right ahead. I know, honestly, Yama, I'm I'm sorry I'm being a little short with you right now. <laughs> honestly, you are an incredible, incredible tour guide, and I cannot wait to come back and get the full two-day, three-night experience later on. But right now, we got somebody to save. If you understand? You could help me rebuild this place back into the rich cultural icon that it used to be. I would mm -hmm. be much obliged. But in the meantime, uh, let's go. You step through the door. And the movement of air swirls up dust from the ground that has clearly been there for a very long time. This dark room has clearly not been touched for many, many years and is covered in spider webs and dust. And you see on the walls maps. They depict this region, Stormcrest, the Barren Coast, Deephold, Deep Reach Bay, but all of the political boundaries look different. Most of the area is colored with mustard yellow, the color of the Koro family, except for Stormhaven. And on your right, you see a door, which is closed, and Yama points to it and says, That door, that door leads to the viewpoint. There is a, a staircase leading up all the way to the viewpoint and a staircase leading down into Terra. Well, we're trying to go down, Yama. That's right. Yes, we are, but uh, I think that the answer may lie somewhere in in this room. Oh. So I turn on my flashlight, and can I do an investigation check for- Go for it. Yeah, make an investigation check. Can I give them the help action? Yeah, totally. What happens with the help action? You get to roll with advantage. Mm -hmm. I get to roll with advantage. Should I just automatically roll twice to see what? Yep. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, see if you crit, even if it's good. Okay. Investigation. I mean, it it's not a natural, but it is a twenty. Ooh, yes. dirty twenty. <laughs> As you are looking along the walls, Yama joins you. Yama starts looking around and uh, tells you a little bit more about what what he's seeing on these maps. Um, you see, uh, this this was the territory of the Koro family. All of this that you see on these maps before the dragon came. And you see, in this room, the people who were coming to Tempest Top from Terra, they would stop and visit with the Baron Koro, and, oh, what did you find? And Yama's looking at you, Joe, as you find a keyhole in the wall. I oh, no. <laughs> run my fingers over the keyhole, and I look at Titan. I pass Joe the key. Oh, okay. I take the key, insert, and see what happens. You turn the key and you feel slight resistance. It's been a while since this lock was oiled, but it was well made. And the stone seems to move of its own accord. And a door opens away from you, letting more dust fall down into another room. I hand the key back to Titan and I look over at Yama, eyes wide. Did you know that was going to happen? No, I did not. You see, when I was here, there was a lot of wood that was being cut, and it was being transported in through the door. I, I frequently had to open the door so that wheelbarrows full of wood could come through here. It was very confusing. It didn't seem like a very efficient system, bringing the wood all the way up to the highest tower, the, the highest room in the in the tower in order to go through this tiny little door and every whatever. The point is, I had no idea where it was going, um, but 
I knew it wasn't going down into Terra, so I always wondered, is it? Is there some other place where it's going? Joe, Joe kind of opens up her arms to Yama like a, after you. <laughs> oh, uh, sure, sure. No, I, I, my eyes see very well in here. I, yes. And Yama steps forward, and Joe, you use your light and shine it through the doorway, and you see that this room looks far less ornate than the other one. It's less stately with maps pronouncing what what property the Koros control and everything. In here, you see blueprints on tables, and you see diagrams on the walls. It's immediately apparent that these are depictions of Tempest Top, of this mountain, plans for the building of the tower. And you see another door on the far side leading to a staircase heading down. Uh, <laughs> Titan is, is if this light is being sh- shown into this room, mm-hmm. like Titan is quick perception checking and heading further down. We need to go down, right? right? We got to go down. Oh, yes. No, we, we, we should. Although I'm very curious what is on these diagrams. I've never seen them, even though it's been hundreds of years that I've spent my life uh, wondering about it. But uh, let's let's stop and do that later. Yeah, no, I'm curious. I think Joe especially because she I'm likes dead. building things and knowing how things work. She can't help herself but to kind of like Titan is figures. gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Okay, so as Titan is heading into the staircase, uh, Joe, you as you're walking by, you see that there is another chamber, which you presume is the one that these stairs lead to on one of the blueprints. It's directly below the viewpoint which is at the pinnacle of this peak and it also seems to be right at the base of where that pool is obviously the pool isn't on the blueprint but like given the current state of affairs out in the the broken down ruined tower yeah you think that this room that you're headed to would be located right at the bottom of that pool great i guess just for clarification you had said something about the room being right underneath the pinnacle of the tower. Yeah, so that room is also directly below uh, the. the So this is like a magic room, like it's here and it's here, it's here and it's there at the same time. Or am I misunderstanding? So far below the pinnacle. So I'm saying that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That pool, because it's this sheer cliff face, it's almost like that pool is like drilling into the mountain. And so you think that the base of the pool is likely in contact with part of this room. That we are, that Titan has already started to go towards. That Titan is going towards. Okay, so I scurry off after Titan, after seeing this. Uh, You also note one thing that says in old, old handwriting. It says, amplify the tempest bringer to any spot within sight and no limit to the size of the storm. And you... You take note of that in your brain, and then you head down the stairs. Great. So while I'm scurrying down the stairs, I'm shouting after Titan, who's a little bit in front of me. I'm down the stairs. I think we're headed in the right direction. (laughs) In the darkness. (laughs) So it is at this moment that we are going to cut over to Jasu. You feel yourself constrained, unable to move. You can't really see anything. You try to hear and you're not sure you realize that you aren't even breathing what's your state of mind i think i i'm still feeling still reeling a little bit from everything that's happened 
And I think as I come to recognize that I can't move, I'm not breathing, I just try to quiet my mind and do some centering Mm. to find myself again and scold myself a little for the way that I behaved with June Mm. and try to come back into Suleon and find my light again. Okay. What has the sensation of Suleon been for you throughout your life? I think it's been a calm, Hmm. a sort of enveloping, like a blanket just throughout my body of what you feel like when your shoulders relax and you didn't know that you were holding them. Just a sort of breath. You feel that sensation. Maybe it's the the kind of touch-in that you have used before when you're meditating or praying or something. The sensation that you get when you, when you know that you're practicing, you are doing the work, and that you are touching in with Suleon. And through that sensation, through that spiritual connection, a message comes to you. Words. Greetings and salutations. I think I pause almost for a second, then reply almost timidly, Hello? Hello. Suleon? Suleon. What is Suleon? Suleon is the light. Mm. The light? Who are you? I am just Sue. Healer of souls. I bring the light. The light. What are you? I am. I do not know who I am. That's okay. I often feel like I do not know who I am. How do you remember who you are? Can't you feel it? All the moments of your life. In this space. I had a life. What was it like? I do not know. But you know you had one. Yes. You, you are the first person that I have ever encountered here. Do you know your name? Mm, a name. I had a name. Ah, it was a good name. <laughs> was it? And I don't remember what it was. I appreciate that you know that it was good. My name. Oh, wow. That made me feel, uh, made me feel, uh, angry. Angry? Uh, Why? Why do I feel angry about that? Mm. Can I help you? Maybe. Who are you? What are you doing here? I am Jasu. Jasu? You know your name. I do. Though I don't know if I know who I am. Mm. But I am. As I've said, healer of souls and bringer of the light. And so if nothing else, I would like to help you. Thank you. Did you say Suleon? I did. Suleon. Is that a name? It is the name of my god. Your god is named Suleon. Your god is named Ion. You are a sun spirit. How do you... Where did you hear this name? I am a spirit, a spirit of this place, a spirit of storms. I remembered something. 
Oh, 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 that's good. That's good. That's good. Wow. 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 Untold time I have been here and one conversation and I am remembering. (laughs) I think Jasu in her head at this moment is just reeling a little bit. I don't think she's saying anything. I think she's just trying to find if any sense of her recognizes or feels at all like ion sounds Mm. anywhere close to correct yeah make a religion check yay i get to roll a dice even though i'm dead (laughs) oh we like that let's see if you treat me better this time huh (sighs) okay Religion. I have a plus two, so that's a full 11. You hesitate. You feel a lack of confidence about whether or not this could be true. It could be true. You are not sure. I... Open your senses. How? Reach out and release. Let go and invite. Do you feel the shackles binding you, holding you? Constraining you. Arcane symbols. This circle of binding, it was created to hold a spirit. And your connection to Ion must have brought you here. Are you a sun spirit? I think I am. Ah. If if this was meant to hold, then it can be broken. Mm, Perhaps. By one... With great power. Sulian. Huh. And if you would like to call them Ion, has great power. Huh. Would you like to pray with me? Pray. You can try. I'm not sure you'll be able to reach much outside of this place. The light finds its way even in the darkest of places. You are devoted. I don't know what else to be. And then I pray. Great. As you are praying, let us move back to Joe and Titan. Titan. Yes. You head down the staircase and into another room. The staircase takes you far below the surface, down into this room that looks almost industrial. And you see on one side an enormous furnace. Directly in front of the furnace... On a pedestal, set up, it seems, for some connection between the two, is a staff. Simple wood with a burn scar down one side that looks like a tree trunk might if it were struck by lightning, and a blue gem on top of the staff. But the most striking thing in the entire room is emerging from the ceiling. A giant stone, (gasps) roughly five feet in diameter, has fractured the roof and broken rock and other debris is lying all over the room. The stone is surrounded by glowing arcane symbols, which seem to be embedded in the rock of the roof itself. This is the place, this this is it, this is it. I was, I, I was here, I was above here. Uh, I, 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 uh, can you, can you, uh, Yama, can you read these? Can you read these runes? Oh my God. <sighs> Oh, I haven't uh, run downstairs like that that fast enough. <laughs> Read the... What? 
These are the same symbols that they're on the other side too. I saw them when the Slayer was here. They they were they were in a circle around the the big the big rock, the big the big stone, the fractured crystal. It was No, I can't read them. <laughs> can't do it. That's it. That's it. I asked. I asked. Uh, it was a simple. Thank. Thank you. Thank you, Yama. Titan goes over to uh, and stands. I guess is is the staff in the middle of this circle? Uh, the staff is seems to be oriented it, roughly. Yes, the staff is oriented in front of this this furnace, this forge, and there's kind of strange pipes coming down from the staff. Oh shit! But the the stone seems to have broken in at an angle. So it, it has driven into the mountainside from outside through the tower. And so it's it's lodged roughly over the staff. Great. I, I'm going to walk towards this staff, y'all. And I guess, you know, I'm a cautious person. So I'm I'm not. I will do a perception. <laughs> I will do a perception check before, as, I, as I approach it to see if it's like, if it's some Indiana Jones shit happening here. But I'm probably going to go grab this staff or, or, or at least see what's up with it. I wrote a twenty-one on that perception, just so that you know. Great. And what, what are you? You're what? What are you perceiving? What are you looking around? I'm, at? I'm just trying to make sure that, like, I don't walk in here and die. That's it. Great. It's too late for me. Well, you know. Yeah, you don't see anything that looks like it's gonna jump out and grab you. The staff looks real cool. The staff looks like a a very well crafted magical item. Um, it just gives you that feel. It gives you that feel of a of an old magical relic. Mm, this bougie. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, you enter just a little a little ways after Titan. Yeah. Can I do a check to see if I can like do if I can understand any of these runes? Can I do? Yeah. Give me an Arcana, Arcana check. check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. These symbols are clearly abjuration magic. What does that mean? I think you've probably studied some of your your father's books, or maybe even just because you're wicked smart. Wicked smart. Because you're really smart, (laughs) you maybe have seen them lying around and just like absorbed some of this information Mm -hmm. about different kinds of magic. And these symbols look to be the kind of symbols that are used in abjuration magic, magic of protection, magic of binding, magic that that has constraints involved and shields things. You don't know exactly what they say. You can't tell exactly what the, you know, who created them or how long they'll last or what their powers are exactly, but it's definitely that kind of circle of magic. So... Okay, binding, something that binds things. That's one of the words that is sticking out to me. Yeah. Um, so, um, um, yeah. So, what else do you two want to do in this room? They look kind of familiar. Can I read these runes? No. Give me an arcana check. That's not going to be good, Torsten. Or something else if you want to use a different skill. It doesn't matter. I rolled a seven. So, uh, it's going to be a full seven. Nice. You don't know what these symbols mean. But you have definitely heard of magic circles. For sure, for sure. I'm going to touch the staff, okay. Corson. I'm going to touch it. And I'm like, I'm a, I walk up to the staff. It's in, like in the middle of the circle. I walk up to it and I'm just like, please tell me where she 
is and I and I reach out and I grab it. Yama says, Oh, that's the tempest bringer. Cinematically, just as you touch it and you feel a little spark. And at first you think that you're being electrocuted by a really uh, dangerous thing, and then you realize it it's just some static electricity that you you worked up on your what kind of materials you're dressed made out of? Silk. Oh, oh, I don't know if there's a lot of static off of silk, but... Uh, it's the Uggs that you're wearing, I think, as you're walking. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I'm definitely, yes. We, we were going on, on a wilderness uh, trek. I guess I'll wear my Uggs mm-hmm. today. I don't know, do you have a... Comfy. What, what's, your, what's your hair situation? My hair situation? Oh, yeah. oh, I, I have a... There is twists. Oh, twists. it's twists, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, the staff feels great in your hand. It sizzles with magical energy you immediately can tell that this oh you like me don't you okay and as you're looking at it you you look at this gem and this is a true gem so we haven't talked that much about this on the show but a lot of the magic in arboreus is basically magical objects so there's not a ton of magic users per se but there's a ton of magic users so there aren't very many spell casters but there are a lot of objects that carry magical powers most of them are somewhat synthetic they're these magical objects that are used by you know building spell components out of minerals and things the old way of making magic objects was with true gemstones which basically are just too rare and have all run out Mm. and so this is a this is a staff that has a true gem on it what was that quote that i read earlier about the tempest bringer yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you just uh you just saw that as you were running down. No, you say it again though? I will. Thank you. It said amplify the tempest bringer to any spot within sight and no limit to the size of the storm. Yama says, That staff it's a, a relic of the coral family. You see it it casts a, a big spell, a big magical Ooh, a big a big lightning storm. Do you think it'd bring back Jasu? Is that is that helpful to us? Or is it like a literal storm? Great. With that, I want to cut back to Jasu. Yeah, what's up? So Jasu, <laughs> as you are praying, what, what's your intention? What, what kind of prayer are you engaged with? I ask for clarity. Amazing. I ask for help. I ask for guidance. Awesome. As you are praying, Asking for these things, you hear a storm is coming. The spirits stir. Much that was forsaken shall rise once more, and much that is shall be lost. Is that from the voice I heard before, or does that feel new? It's the voice you heard before. Mm. I think you just asked me for clarity. So that's what I that's what I have to offer you, which is honestly very surprising to me because it, this is something that I feel that I have known, but I could only remember it when you asked me for guidance. I asked Sulian for guidance. I think we're in a bit of an echo chamber here. It's uh, it's like when you're chatting <laughs> out, it's it's just uh, coming back to me. And, um... I don't know if I'm... <laughs> I I feel like I'm not speaking since I'm not breathing. How are you? What's going on, actually? Yeah, I think neither of us is truly speaking. I, I think we're, we're just kind of existing in this space where known forms of communication or what our consciousness sort of, uh, you know, just automatically relies on. Uh, what's There's a word for that. Anyway. Fascinating. You seem to have a body. 
Do you not? No. It was taken. Your body was taken? Yeah, with my name. Oh, that feels... I am sorry. Oh, thank you. Your spirit, the spirit that binds you to Suleon, is it strong? Very. Huh. What did you mean when you said a storm is coming? Oh, I don't know. That just came to me. You, you were asking me for guidance, and I, uh, that, was, that was in me. Jesu doesn't say it out loud, but because we're in a space where now all of a sudden all thoughts can be heard, this thing, spirit, whatever it might be, hears that didn't seem very helpful or clarifying. I'm, I'm sorry that I can't be more helpful. Um, no, no, of course. It's just a little, you know, like you said you were going to help, but it's fine. What brought you here? I think I died. Uh, that explains it. You see, I was I was trying to understand why your connection between body and spirit seemed weak. Is there a way you can make it stronger? Oh. I have work that is unfinished. Well, I can strengthen your connection with spirit, but it would be with the spirit of the storm. I have no control over the spirit of Ion. The spirit of the sun. I do not understand. Well, you see, in order to break free of this circle, someone must know your true name and speak it. And then, should you have life within you, they will have control over you to do with you what they please. But if your connection with your spirit is weak, then they may get nothing but a lifeless body. Mm. My connection is strong. I see. As is my connection with Suleon, who would not allow any part of myself to be used against the light. Oh, yes. No, I have great reverence for, for Ion, or Suleon. Uh, sorry. Ion. Ion. Keep calling them Ion, yet you don't even know your own name. This is true. Spirits have many names, and particularly the great spirits, such as the sun. Can I do any sort of check to see whether or not I have any at all inclination of who this spirit might be? That you're talking to right now? Yeah. Go for it. I mean, might as well. Let's figure out what the fuck's going on as I'm dead. Religion? Yeah, religion or history. Okay, let me look at my history to see if it's any better. It's not. I go with religion. It is 17. 17. Which is pretty good if you ask me for a dead person. I'm just saying. <laughs> pretty fly for a dead guy. You've never heard of a spirit of storms. Mm. It does connect with you when this entity says that spirits have multiple names. That mm -hmm. is starting to connect because you do know that there are other sects of Suleon that call the, the deity different things. Hmm. Interesting. Look, I think I can help you, but you will have to leave your sun spirit here. So instead of being a prophet of Suleon, as you say, you, you will carry a spirit of Rakhatima. I cannot leave my god behind. 
Mm. But the light always finds a way. Yes, I, I want you to, to know that we are not exclusive. This, uh, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing about oh my God. you carrying the spirit of Rakatsima that would limit you from also. I would like to draw up a relationship contract. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. Communication great. is really the best way. But I start know, going through a list of like, hmm, these are the types of boundaries. These are the types of things that I need. La 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 la. <laughs> You, you can you can pray to whoever you want. You can worship and, and appreciate and, and everything. I'm just, if you have magical powers coming from your spirit, they will no longer come from Sulian. They will come from Rakatima. Hmm. My God is in everything, so I will take you. Uh, okay. And it is at that moment that Joe, perhaps unwittingly at the end of a sentence, says the name Jasu for the first time in the presence of this magical circle. And <laughs> out of the crystal, this large rock, which is, it, it, you, know, you know how geodes are like covered in that other kind of rock that aren't oh, crystal? Oh, yeah. Igneous mm-hmm. rock? Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's it's somebody like that. check us. Well, <laughs> pretty sure geodes are igneous, right? I have zero clue. <laughs> now, right? The, where that the outside is is rough, but you felt the crystal on the inside, and and from this rock, the symbols, the magical symbols, which have been glowing slightly uh, in the magic circle, swell a little bit and then fade out completely, and Jasu's body <laughs> falls down in the middle of the room. And that is where we will end our session. Oh, boy. Wild. boy. We got a body. We got a body. (laughs) This shit is crazy. You guys, this shit is crazy. D&D is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah, uh, I think Titan's like probably... A little close since you were you had just oh, picked up. Oh, very close. I was. I'm like, should I take this? <laughs> oh my god! You know what I didn't do this time? Yeah. Now, yeah I didn't I roll didn't a really single die. Wow. This was a zero die roll oh, session for me. When crit happens, you stop rolling dice. <laughs> you gotta figure out your shit. Uh, I guess so. Okay, everybody. Shifts gears into some dirty crit. Dirty crit. Dirty it, crit. It felt real uh, dirty uh, today. Dirty I mean, from the start, dun, we had dun, dun, uh, fucking uh, uh, construction crit. happening outside. Uh, and then trying to deal with this whole nat one death save aftermath. Um, how are we feeling? Yo, I'm feeling good. Yeah? <laughs> Great. Good. I, I was stressed. <laughs> Mm. I was never honestly I understand that because you're the DM so you probably face more stress than the rest of us when it comes to these games but when I say I was not stressed at all I mean I was not stressed at all I said I have bigger fish to fry than my character rolling in that one <laughs> to do in life this is well, very yeah, exciting that's true that's true yeah hopefully this can be a cathartic space yeah mm-hmm. I'm glad no one else died yeah I was no I was just feeling like because of 
one of the things that Tor mentioned earlier about taking a rest. I'm like, we're going to get fucked. We're going to make a move. Yeah, I'm like, we're going to make a move, and then everyone is going to be dead. But because you said it, I was just like, I feel like we can't adventure. Mm. Otherwise, like, something's going to happen. We're supposed Uh to rest first. I I was going to comment on that, though. It did feel like, I felt very like, oh, Titan cares so much. And Joe was a little bit like, you know, we're going to do the things when we get to the things. But I know, I was worried. <laughs> Me, Kylie was like, fuck, so sorry. Yeah, like. No, no. But it also makes like total sense because yeah. it's like Joe didn't see anything happen. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Joe, Joe like was not. There's something of like, because like I don't think I ever said like Jesus dead. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. Like I said, like, you know, it's bad. Yeah. She went limp and then disappeared. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it makes total sense that joe was in like was like about it like let's go figure this out but like you know titan is on a mission and is like not being super communicative either about it mm-hmm. so it's like not like hasn't re- didn't really say it's like you know, i saw it like she died she died mm-hmm. in my arms i'm covered in her blood mm-hmm. so if there's a way i need to at least get her freaking body back you know like yeah. it's a different experience yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, I just want to take a moment to uh, shout out the construction going on outside. I don't know if you all can hear that. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Cannot. But I had a conversation with them, a very nice conversation at seven, and they said, you know, hour and a half max. And um, they did they did shut off the generator, but now we have some the the like what do you call that beeping when a uh, a work truck is reversing? Like reversing? I don't know. I don't know if it it's has a specific a name. name. It's like warning beeps, backup beeps, backup, <laughs> backup beeps. beeps. That's that's gotta be it. I've got a question that I that I want to ask. Anything your character learned today? Wow, that's a good question. I think like it's like making me think about backstory stuff, right? Because it's making me think about like what Titan has been through. And there were actually a few times where Joshua, as the player, was like, in order to like get this person back, is it, like, do I need to like? pray to Sulian? Do I need to talk mm. to... I saw mm. this like rune gro- glow on yeah. uh, her hand and I was like, do I need to talk to uh, yeah, her totally. god? Do I believe that I could talk to her god? What? Mm. And then I was like, shit, what's my relationship with the divine mm. in uh, this world? I know, as I've stated before, I don't, I don't, like, I don't really fuck with Sulian, but... It was like definitely at front at the front of Titan's mind to be like, do I like is this something that I just need to suck up, swallow, and do so that I can get this person uh, get 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 Jesu back? Totally. I also this might be a valuable thing to bring up uh, for you two. Not that you were part of that conversation, but the god Ion is totally well known to you. You know that there are people who follow Ion. Mm. It's like mm. another, and you probably like. It sounds like Titan. You might even have enough like religious history knowledge to know that Sulian is a sect of Ionism. Like if this yeah, is right. this is all part of like various people who worship the sun and then there's Atum, which is the moon, and some people worship the moon. It's funny the way things played out today because I wasn't planning on completely obfuscating the name Ion. But, right. <laughs> um, but it's just that's the But that's, that's what the, the dice wanted. That's, that's what the dice, dice wanted today. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Joe? You learn anything about yourself today as a character? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is probably well. Okay, it's kind of interesting just thinking about 
the fact that like yeah what was communicated to joe like i do i actually know that she was dead dead mm. versus knowing that some shit went down because i don't think joe has water yeah i don't think joe has had a lot of experience with death or mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. and so i think that was why and i like really didn't know what was going to be in the water if a monster was going to be in the water but it felt like Oh, I'm just going to jump in because I don't know how to handle, I don't know how to emotionally handle mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Yeah. if like something actually, like if she's actually dead. So I just have to do, because it's mm-hmm. easier to do than feel type of, I think that's kind of how Joe sure. functions in the world. Yeah. Um, I learned, Kylie learned that uh, <laughs> it's like trigger warning, mm. like I had a moment of that. Really? I recently have been processing uh, the experience of my mother passing a lot because I'm getting closer to the anniversary of her passing. And so I've had moments kind of the last few days of like this, the really visceral memory of me being in that place. And so I, I get, I mean, it's not just in this, it's like other things too, when I watch plays or movies or TVs and like, Mm. I have a much harder time really in the last year, like watching someone watch someone else pass away because Mm. like I was holding my mother's hand while she, while her spirit slipped from her body. Mm. And so now I just automatically go to that place and I like, so that happened to me in like the beginning of this episode. And so I feel like I was a little in my head a bit because I was distracted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm yep. sorry. No, you don't have to, like you don't have to apologize. Like I would have never thought to be like, oh, I don't want to listen to that as D&D content, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I didn't expect to have a reaction because it's fantasy. But I guess that's the same with like, when I am watching a movie that is fiction and how there's lots of feelings yeah. that I easily tap into. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Kylie. Yeah. Really. I feel like Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games do have power. And it's the power that uh, I think, like you're saying, like we, we often acknowledge exists with other other types of art whether it's a play or a movie or a book um mm. but but these games the game is a way of telling a story and that sometimes it can be really fucking balls to the wall silly and sometimes it can it can be heavy yeah i mean it's one of the reasons that like i think we all or i'll just speak from myself it's one of the reasons that i enjoy playing um because it does like uh, well not just not just playing in general but like especially playing with like with with y'all in particular um or with people who i feel who i trust who i feel safe with who i feel like you know that who would be open to having conversations like this regardless of what happens during you know during uh a session um because it's like you know Losses like that, or 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 any kinds of things that 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 um, like pivotal things that happen in one's life. You know, you process them 
or again, I'll speak from the eye, like I process them every day or, you know, on, on, on little levels that it's like, it's not as if like that formational, not so great thing that I can just like put it behind me, mm -hmm. um, that there's levels, daily levels, weekly, whatever. And it doesn't necessarily stay as acute, but it like remains something to, it remains real, it remains like a part of me and who I am. So yeah, yeah, and it, and it, it is, I think it's useful to useful. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like some therapeutic parts of it for me at least that to be able to like confront stuff in an environment like D and D with friends to be like, oh snap, like this thing came up here. I had no idea, was not expecting that, and 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 you know, here we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe do you do you feel like there's a like does it feel icky? Um, no, it doesn't feel icky. It, oh, it just feels sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, but I, I'm, I, sorry. No, no, please. Oh, no, I was just saying, I am interested in not having oh, the whole discussion be about no. this thing. And like, I think it can be an awkward thing to pivot off of for some yeah. people, but like, know that we well, can pivot I'll pivot, pivot off here. I'm, my pivot is a question for the audience. I mean, I know it's episode six at this point, but I'm curious what, if any trigger warnings are helpful for you. Cause I've mm. listened to some podcasts that do audio trigger warnings at the beginning of episodes, others that just put it in the notes because we're recording this before we've launched everybody, but I've always kind of leaned towards the written version of that because that way the information is out there if people want to look for it they can uh, but it's not verbally audio in the beginning of every episode but i'm curious what what the three of you think about about that. oh oh right There's a little production meeting on mike yeah oh sure yeah. sure yeah, yeah yeah it's tough i you know what i'm gonna i'm just gonna say what i think and not what i think is correct i think i would also lean towards so it's putting them in the notes rather than having them auditory. Because uh, I honestly, sometimes when I hear things auditory, it makes it actually makes me anxious about what I'm about to hear or see. And and it's never as bad as I think it's going to be. Mm. That said, it's like I probably also don't have as many triggers set up. Or, or it might be because I don't have those particular triggers set up in me. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you know, part of me wants to just wants to defer to like the, to the particular kind of warning it might be sure but yeah i guess i can say the thing i can say definitively is that it's like when i hear them auditorily or like they're woven into the the fabric of the thing more it makes me more anxious about what i'm going to see um rather than if it's written so i guess that that is something i can say pretty definitively i hear that i don't listen to enough podcasts to know whether or not the notes are something obvious or not. Like, I don't know if I would know to go look at the notes, but I also don't really listen to podcasts that often. So, Oh, you mean like the version of, yeah. of it where it's just written? 
Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Sure. Like, in my brain, when you first asked, I was like, oh, like, I didn't even know there was a notes section for podcasts, but that might just be because I don't consume them. And if I ever went and Mm. I tried to listen to a podcast, I mean, I listen to NPR in the morning and I know that there's like (laughs) the little description below. That's where it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, maybe we, I like that version because you can also say like time frames. Those are always the most helpful for me Mm -hmm. uh, with trigger warnings is being like, you don't want to hear it. Amazing. This time to this time, you may skip. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, same thought as Deanna. I don't look at the notes on podcasts, not intentionally. I just, and I do listen to quite a few podcasts, but Mm. I just forget about that section. I listen to one podcast that does announce things like that at the beginning of the Mm. podcast. And I know that, and I only recently started listening to this podcast. um, And they talk a lot about mental health um and things related to and so she says right away like here are the things we're going to discuss here are the triggers and in my head it's like oh i think that's helpful um Mm -hmm. since they want to discuss these topics um for our podcast i don't it doesn't yeah i don't know if that would be useful like do i think that there needs to be a trigger warning on this episode of like of what my trigger was Mm -hmm. no that's no i don't feel that way but I do think, though, when dealing with, like, death, um, like, a trigger wording can be helpful, especially because it's, like, it's what, it is what triggered you, right? Like, that's a completely sure. valid reason to have a trigger warning is, like, maybe some, like, someone listening doesn't want to be reminded of something that happened or, or not. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they just don't want to get into that headspace. Amazing. Incredible. You already know that I died. You don't need to listen to <laughs> the fact that there's blood or whatever the fuck. Um, like, great incredible let's you don't need to yeah to me it's like i err probably on the side of caution more than i mean i don't want it to become a burden of like warning everyone all the time obviously but i Mm. also think that like there are some instances like this one where it's like yeah i mean it's not too much extra work it feels like to add like a note and if you can why not yeah you mean mindset to get to the nuts and bolts just you know since getting into the weeds is what we do here so let's get into those weeds do you mean in a written note or an audio note yeah i think it could be either or i think because like kylie i heard what you were saying of like uh you don't know always to listen to look at the notes and neither do i but if it's actually just the description you see it like the that's the thing that you that's would see with, before you yeah if it was it. like the first thing in the description i'd probably yeah catch it yeah even if it was like see trigger notes below and then like there was more about the description but it would probably yeah. have to be in the first few sentences for me that's to a great it. question i bet we could do that we could figure out exactly how many words are in that first line it's like what you do when you're writing a good instagram caption right mm-hmm. you like figure out what you want to pop up before somebody has to click on the three little dots i've never yeah. thought about doing that <laughs> really oh yeah it I just definitely... shows how bad i am at instagram <laughs> <laughs> yes our social media manager <laughs> we are hiring <laughs> no, we have no money no we're not hiring intern uh, <laughs> please visit our patreon <laughs> okay uh we'll we'll definitely talk about that and would love to hear your opinions too uh listeners but i want to ask you i can never figure out if in this part of the episode should i say jasu or deanna deanna i want to ask you about hmm. going through the that spiritual discussion and because it seemed like there was a big wall up when it came to 
different, even just different names for your God, but then like relinquishing them. And I, I just want to hear how that was for you. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, like for Jasu, I think she is going to be having a hard time starting now. <laughs> mm. I mean, it was like a lot of what I was thinking about when we were building this, right? Which was like, she doesn't know a lot about anything outside of her own worldview, um, her own like religious or like sect, because it's so isolated. So the idea that there are other names, it's like, no, there's not. The idea that there are other ways of being, it's like, no, there's not. But I think Jess Sue also feels constantly a little bit like she's performing and doesn't necessarily feel fundamentally that that makes sense with her upbringing. So like, honestly, I'm bringing now my own shit into it, but you know what? Here we are. Let's talk about Here it. We are. Um, I definitely felt like growing up like uh, that a lot where it's like I was told all of these things about my religion and I, I took many things as fact, but then there were so many incongruencies that like when it finally came time like up to questions, I would always be like, oh, I guess that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Wait, what is going on here? Um, because like you say that like, oh, it's all about love and then X, Y, Z things. And like, I think for her, there's a little bit of that in there where it's like, because you kind of have to, if like all you know is your own religion and all you know is your own worldview, like you, as soon as someone starts to like give you other perspective, there's both pushback, but also curiosity of mm -hmm. like, oh, well, maybe, but that immediately comes with a whole bunch of shit. So I think right now what Jasu is doing is she's telling herself like, oh, the light's in everything. So yeah, I'm no longer the person who has the powers to bring the the light or whatever, but I still do because the God is, my God is the God and mm. like la 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 la. While also having to like recognize at some point she's going to, I think, um, have to recognize that like, Okay, but you don't actually bring quote unquote the light anymore and also do you even know what the light means. And I think that we just got the first start of that, but I feel like mm. she's at the very beginning of her journey and is very much in denial and is like, no, like it's all good. And like, I definitely see her spiraling a little bit into mm. like, I'm not good enough. This is punishment, whatever. Like we've talked about a little bit tour. Mm. We'll see how it goes, right? But I think, I think to me it was like, oh, she is rationalizing, 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 rationalizing because she knows that she wants to live and she wants to survive mm, and she's not mm. supposed to give up her God in order to do that. She's supposed to die pure, but like she doesn't want to. <laughs> awesome. Th yeah. I feel like this episode we got to see the the beginnings and then just because you didn't, you didn't like, you didn't agree to it until the very last second, mm -hmm. um, which was not, I, I did not really expect that conversation to go that way. I expected it to go much more like, oh, I'm dead. Oh, here's an opportunity for a new life. And instead <laughs> it was like hard line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the end. Yeah. Was that, did I, because we didn't, so just, so everybody is a little bit, I'll just, you know, little mini peek at our conversation. Um, and we might talk more about this, but 
basically all four of us talked first about what we would be the most comfortable with having that character death come at level two and and but really it came down to what Deanna was comfortable with because at the end of the day it's what's fun for everybody involved but what we did not talk about was me making you give up your patron no <laughs> mm-hmm. so did that, that feel exp- yeah what was that like for you yeah i think i was surprised i think it was it was hard because i wasn't at first i wasn't sure what you meant like i was mm. like wait what are you saying what does this mean mm-hmm. what does that look like uh what are you actually saying right now and i actually i mean I know that like there are many things that you want to talk about before you get into gameplay, Um, but I do sometimes like surprises Mm. of like, and because like I think legitimately in that situation, right? Because this is what's so great about role play is like I could have said no, you know what I mean? And I could have been like, yeah, I choose death. I mean, you're giving me the option and I choose death. Um, And I feel like that would have been a completely valid and totally fine thing to happen and it wouldn't have been a like oh well like you're forcing me to like whatever it's like Mm -hmm. look your character has this choice what would she do Mm -hmm. and i think that's honestly the most fun thing about DD generally is like i mean obviously you want to give people options that like are fun but like it is the choice of like i don't particularly love the games where it's like there are no consequences and there are no actual hard decisions to be made I like the games where it's like you have a you have a choice to make. What would she do? Because it also just makes for good storytelling, y'all. Mm. It's just so much more interesting when you have to like, yeah, there are no good options. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the name of the name of the game with most of what I do mm. <laughs> as a DM. Okay, uh, yeah. How's uh, how's about we wrap this one up? What is everybody gonna plug, Joshua? Oh, what to plug today. Today, I'm, I'm going to plug uh, to-do lists. I'm going to oh. plug uh, a to-do list that doesn't have to be special. It just has to have the things that you are going to do that day, and you cross them off, and then you can be like, oh, look, I did some stuff. Nice. It's satisfying. Nice. Love it. Kylie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to plug... Um, Something I'm going to plug five by fives at the gym because that's yes. obviously what I was thinking about, and I'm like, am I actually going to say that? But that was the yes. first thing that came to mind um, <sighs> because I'm trying to switch up my workout routine, and so yep, that's what I'm going to plug. Switch nice. it up, people. Don't always do those three by eights. It's okay to get some five by fives in there. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Heck yeah, <laughs> Deanna. I'm going to plug floor pillows because I now need to be on the floor all the time because my dog. <laughs> desperately wants to sit in my lap and I'm constantly in pain because I have hardwood floors and it sucks but I love her she's beautiful and perfect right on and I am going to plug uh getting into the crit with your party and then mucking your way through it how's everybody how do we how's everybody feeling just okay one word go around one more time one word for how you're feeling today because it was a it was a hard day for me Joshua Stressed. Aw. Kylie. Exhausted. Deanna. That's the sound of oh, a dog the sound of a dog licking. Yep, nice. I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I feel relief at getting this episode done with because this one was definitely weighing on me. Uh, thanks for rating, subscribing, and reviewing everybody, and also giving us feedback on how we should give you trigger warnings. And if you haven't had enough of us already, head on over to Patreon for some more. You can find the link on our socials. Woo! At When Crit Happens, everybody. Crit on them. Crit on them. Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Full episodes will come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content will be released for our members. Head over to patreon.com slash happens to join the community. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm here to shout out three of our wonderful new Patreon members. First off, I have none other than Balin Wagner to thank. You've heard us talk about him on the show, and now he's a member of the Patreon community. So join him in the chat, hit him up, find out all the scuttlebutt on what we're really like when we play in home games. Haley Schilling is the next Patreon member, but I have it on good authority that uh, she would like her name stricken from the record and Maxwell Jaffe to be put in its place, our youngest Patreon supporter. And finally, Kirsten Johnson. My mom joined our Patreon. Thanks, Mom. Love you lots, and... Thanks for listening to the show. This episode, we ask you all to give us some feedback. And so we just wanted to let you know that the two best ways to get in touch with us right now are probably email and Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, find us at whencrithappens. If you're not, you can email us whencrithappens at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody.